everyone. It's Alexa. And Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And on today's episode, we're talking about our Oscars reactions. So I have a question. When you're doing our Oscar red carpet coverage, are you watching like E or ABC or anything? Or is it distracting and you just focused online and internet? Like, did you watch any red carpet coverage? (laughs) What usually happens is I intend to and I turn it on for the first 10 minutes. And then I am so annoyed (laughs) that it's on in the background while I'm trying to concentrate (laughs) that I turn it off. Okay, because... Listen, I'm not really like a fashion girly. I've never am watching E or any of those things. If besides for the Oscars, I don't watch any red carpet coverage or anything like that. But even I have noticed that they need some better interviewers on that red carpet. I'm sorry, but ABC had Ashley Graham, Vanessa Hudgens, and Lily Singh interviewing at the freaking oscars red carpet i don't want to trash anybody i love them all individually i love laverne cox i love everyone at e but it is just the level at which the red carpet coverage should be at is just we are nowhere near it and the depth of understanding and i'm i'm no expert but the depth of understanding of fashion and styling is not there yeah and weirdly even i don't do they still have Brad Goreski on? I don't know. I'm not sure. But even when they had him on, he's a stylist. He knows way more than the average person. And even he, a lot of times, didn't have much insight. Yeah. There are so many avenues now to get information. The only way they're ever going to survive is if they're giving us stuff we can't get anywhere else. And I want to come to them. Like, that's how I want to get the information is from them. It's the most entertaining way I get to see them interact with the stars and ask them little questions. But I also want to know who they're wearing or talk about this or that stuff I don't know that I want to know from watching Red Carpet. And they were just like, oh, my God, how beautiful and purple. It's like, yeah, I can get that. I need you to tell me something else. (laughs) And if someone's wearing an archival piece or something extra sustainable or, or whatever, I want them to understand that. If someone says I'm wearing a piece from a 2002 Fendi collection, I want them to know what they're talking about. They don't need to have encyclopedic knowledge, but something, have some awareness. I actually was finding it more annoying than anything else. I was getting annoyed by it, and I don't even really (laughs) have any kind of higher knowledge to be annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was so funny that you said they called everyone ethereal. Literally, that's all they could think because they didn't have anything else to say. That's what they would say. For some reason, a lot of people were wearing white and that was what they decided was the word of the night and that that was what they were going to say. It's almost like their personalities are stripped from them. The only little bit, the few minutes that I saw was Laverne Cox. And like you said, I love her. I also think she has a great personality. She's very funny. She's interesting. And the little bit that I saw was like, I was like, who is this person? I don't even know who this person is. I don't know. The questions were not there. And the camera angle was weird. I couldn't see. I was like looking at her back while she was interviewing people. It was such a weird framing. They had her like in a weird corner at one point. And she wasn't, she didn't have good placement. And then when they would go to like the back E room and talk with like the rest of the correspondents, I'm like, okay, great. This is where I'm going to get my like nitty gritty information. And it was still like they put a picture of somebody on the screen. They'd be like, 
wow, a vision in yellow. It's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> Did you see that clip of, of Ashley Graham interviewing you, Grant? I saw that it's going around. I couldn't watch it. It. I don't, stuff like that makes my stomach hurt. I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> no matter who is at fault, I don't want to see either one of them be at fault. I just don't want to know. <laughs> I think what you're saying here ultimately is that you need me to be a correspondent on yes. me. And I'm happy to do that for you. This was the best Oscars in the past 10 years. Alexa, when those first few looks started, I know you're not talking about the fashion, but <laughs> when those first few looks started coming down the carpet, I said, this feels right. <laughs> this feels different and it feels good. <laughs> I don't think I've ever in my life said the sentence, I loved the Oscars or any award show. I loved it. I had a great time. <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, I've never been a fan. I was not looking forward to him re-hosting because he hosted for several years in a row and it was really the beginning of the end. And he found it in his years off. Like, give him the job for the next 10 because his monologue and every little bit he did afterwards was so funny i was laughing out loud i also want to say that i am happy to see that nicole kidman has finally been released from that abandoned amc <laughs> where she has been held captive for almost two full years now it's good to have you back nicole and thank you for encouraging people who were already at the movie theater to go to the movie theater <laughs> My favorite joke from his monologue was the one about James Cameron and Tom Cruise not showing up. You know, Tom and James Cameron didn't show up tonight. The two guys who insisted we go to the theater didn't come to the theater. Speaking of, why do you think they didn't show up? Specifically, Tom, I know why James didn't. Or at least I think I know why. I, we know why James Cameron didn't show up. <laughs> Some of the cynics are saying Jim Cameron isn't here because he didn't get a Best Director nomination. And... Uh, well, I find that very hard to believe about a man of such deep humility. I think Tom Cruise probably didn't show up for a similar reason. He probably feels like maybe he deserved a nomination and he thought that the movie had gotten enough buzz where maybe he would. And he knew his movie really didn't have any chance of winning Best Picture and maybe thought, fuck it, I'm just not going. It does seem a little rude, honestly. I agree. My mom and I were incredibly disappointed. I think he had one of the best speeches I've seen in so long. It was even better than I actually thought it would be. I knew he would be incredibly emotional, but something came over him the second he hit that stage. It was like triumph in its truest sense. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This this is the American dream. When he said, my mom is 84 years old and she's at home watching. Mom, I just want an Oscar. I levitated. It was, like you said, a, a triumph. It was the culmination of so many decades of everything. Life, hardship, joy, all of it, all together. Everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> God. One day, my time will come. Dreams are something you have to believe in. I almost gave up on mine. 
to all of you out there, please keep your dreams alive. I, it was nice to see Jamie Lee Curtis win. I am really, really happy for her, but I was disappointed. I think it should have gone to Angela Bassett. I agree. I loved her speech as well. It, it actually turned, because the second it was announced, I kind of was a little bummed. And then she got up there and like what she said about how she's not one person, she's hundreds and all the people she thanked for like how the career she's had and all the people that stuck by her when she was making all like her genre movies. And you don't often get to see someone like Jamie Lee Curtis win an Oscar because they usually will stay in that kind of section of Hollywood. And so it is a bummer, but I was happy when her speech was done that she had that statue in her hand. And you can tell that it's something she's going to appreciate every second of every moment for the rest of her life. Ever since you sent me that clip of the interview we put in our um, predictions episode, but one of the things she said was that like because of this movie, forever people are going to say Academy Award nominee Jamie Lee Curtis and now they're going to get to say winner? Like, are you kidding? She's going to treasure that forever. To all of the people who have supported the genre movies that I have made for all these years, the thousands and hundreds of thousands of people, we just won an Oscar together! I'm incredibly happy that they swept the way they did. And if if you really think about it, I was thinking about this on my way home from work and they really did win the big five, even though they literally didn't, they did because there was no lead actor from Everything Everywhere. It is Ki Hui Kwan, and he was technically categorized as a supporting, but if he was best actor, they would have won the five, which is really crazy to think about. But I mean, if I'm being honest, like after it was over, I was a little bummed that Fablemans and Banshees won literally nothing because they were my favorite and second favorite, especially something about Brendan Fraser winning. I appreciated it, but it, it, it didn't feel as right as I maybe wanted it to. I think it's got something to do with the movie. I've seen a lot of people talk really, really badly about it and how offensive and like triggering it is for so many people that I wish he was in something else and would have won for yeah. that instead of The Whale. I think it should have gone to Colin. I really do. I still believe that. I, I bet on him. I believe it with my whole heart. I think he was the best performance of the year. And, and that would have been a, a great award for Banshees to take home. And I think he was really deserving of it. And he looked so cute. And then he brought his son. Oh, my God. I can't. I hope he has another chance at some point soon. And then I love that Daniels won Best Directing. I, I think they were completely deserving. Their speeches were amazing. I love that they were all consecutive. They were so cute and frenetic <laughs> and, and frantic to be up there because they went up for original screenplay and then directing and then Best Picture. And it was really cool to see that, like, one, two, three. But again, I would have liked to have seen Steven Spielberg win. And that would have been a nice thing for Fablemans to take home. And then they all could have gotten like their moment. Because here's my thing about Steven Spielberg. I have a feeling he might never win one again because everyone's like, he's Steven Spielberg. He doesn't need to win this one. Somebody else will win. But like he doesn't have that many. Not enough for him where I feel like he deserves How another How many does one. he have? Three. And actually only two for direction. He won for Schindler's List and for Saving Private Ryan. And then Schindler's List won Best Picture. Do you know what director has the most in history and how many they have? N no and no. I don't know either answer. It's four. And you're not going to believe who it is. Who? 
Think about think about Spielberg and then tell me who it is. Oh my God. Is it John Ford? Yes. Oh my God. See, this should have been his third one. This should have been his third directing <laughs> nom. And then he could have been on his way to four. I just think that we're in danger of him never winning ever again. And I just think he deserves one more. <laughs> I need horrible directors to be nominated next year so that he can win for something else. <laughs> Another thing that I thought was so funny through the whole night was the looming presence of All Quiet on the Western Front. Twitter was a buzz over whether or not it was going to swoop in and steal the best picture. I never thought it was going to, but even Jimmy Kimmel joked about it at the beginning. Like his one of his closing jokes was, We'll be showing all 23 categories live tonight, except for one. Earlier tonight, Best Picture went to All Quiet on the Western Front. (laughs) Congratulations to Germany. Then they started winning all of these back-end awards and people were thinking that it was weird momentum for them winning Best Picture, especially because they won some that they weren't supposed to. Like, Best Original Score was a shocker. They were not fronted to win that. And so when they started picking up all these categories people on twitter were like if this wins i swear and especially because they would play that daunting music every time it would play and it's like all quiet my ass this is like the loudest front ever (laughs) i mean i don't have too much to say about the best picture winner we knew they were gonna win for so long but it was really cool to see them all up there i'm glad they did i was happy michelle won too obviously thank god we knew that she's only the second woman of color in 95 years to win this award and we also know that halle berry is the only other woman but it didn't click in my head as it was being announced that halle was giving michelle the award like for some reason it just didn't all come together and when i saw the photos of them together after and it dawned on me it was like such a rush of emotion for all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight (laughs) this is a beacon of hope and possibilities this is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true who was your best dressed can i choose three yeah (laughs) the top three sandra o angela bassett and michelle williams Two of mine are the same. <laughs> um, I think Michelle Williams, Angela Bassett, and Michelle Yeoh. And honorable mention to Paul Dano, because I tell you, when I saw the photo of him, I gasped. He looked so, so cute. If only it wasn't Dolce Gabbana. I'm surprised that you liked Michelle Yeoh's. It was just so, like, feminine, and I think she just looked so, like, radiant and beautiful, and... I loved the like feathery looking crystals that she had. And it was just, it was ethereal. It was ethereal. (laughs) 